This week on the Small Church Media Podcast, we're going to be talking about the church bulletin and asking the question, is the printed church bulletin dead? We're going to be talking about the pros of having a printed bulletin, the cons, alternatives to hand out bulletins, and then my final thoughts on what you should do. You ready to talk about it? Let's get it. This is the Small Church Media Podcast with Mark Hyde. Well, what is up, everybody, and welcome back to the Small Church Media Podcast. I hope you guys had a great weekend. I got sick this weekend. (laughs) In fact, uh, my wife actually went out of town, and I was set up to have about three work days with no kids, and my wife was visiting her sister, and I got sick. So I still got work done, but I basically lost my voice and had coughing fits and couldn't sleep, and it was just awful. So I'm still recovering a little bit. So if you hear me cough or cackle a little bit, just forgive me and move on, and we'll just keep on having a good time. This weekend, though, I did finish up, though, the first free mini course that I'm going to be offering here through the Small Church Media Podcast. It's all about how to make your sermon series graphics for completely free inside of Canva. If you have ordered something before from our free resource library, you're already part of the email list and you receive the email for early access to that mini course. If you are not a part of that email chain, you do not get early access. Public access for that course will be open up here probably at the end of July as we work on trying to squish the bugs and whatnot from the early um, people who do the early access. But if you are a part of the email um, newsletter that goes out here from the Small Church Media Podcast, make sure you search your email for Small Church Media Podcast. If you're in Gmail, I can guarantee you probably ended up in spam. But I should have already sent out two emails. The most recent one was yesterday, and I'll be sending out another email next Monday about getting early access to the mini course. So if you have not signed up for our email newsletter, head to smallchurch.media right now. There'll be a pop-up that pops up there on the bottom left-hand side of your screen where you can fill in your name and your email address and you get the free PDF website audit. So that way you can go through your church's website and see if it is doing its job. And then come back next Monday, not come back, but check your email next Monday morning and there'll be one more email for early access to that mini course. In that mini course, I actually walk you through how to make three different sermon series graphics for your church with three different styles. And inside of each one of those, I give you different tips and tricks along the way. Like the first one, you learn how to use some of the Canva tools and free resources that they give you for that. The second graphic will take teach you how to do a graphic and then easily convert it into a social media post. And then the third video, which is my favorite, I actually show you where to find inspiration for your sermon graphics and then go, okay, how can we take this inspiration and use Canva free to actually create a pretty cool sermon graphic. So go over to smallchurch.media right now, sign up for the email chain, and next Monday, you'll receive the last email for early access to that 
course. Completely free. It's five videos in total. Literally, if you just watch it from start to finish, it takes an hour and a half. But the course is for you to design right alongside of me. But literally, you can do this entire course in one afternoon, have three different templates ready to go, and learn how to take all those templates, flip them into different type of sermon graphic sermon graphics for your church. And just like that, you are an expert. Well, hopefully you'll be an expert by the end, but you'll be on your way to making amazing sermon graphics for your church. So again, smallchurch.media, get on that email chain, and I will next Monday send out the last email for the early adoption for that mini course. And then at the end of July, it'll be open to the public. Before we move on, though, I want to talk real quick and give a quick little shout out to the official sponsor of the Small Church Media Podcast, Worship Tools. And this episode, just like the last few, is sponsored by Worship Tools. Worship Tools creates software tools designed to equip your worship team and enhance your congregation's worship experience. Planning, presenter, and music stand, which are their apps, are all included and are completely free for your whole team to use. Prepare, rehearse, and present at the next level with worship tools. And you can get started today by going to smallchurch.media forward slash worship tools with an S at the end. Smallchurch.media forward slash worship tools. And here's the really cool thing about worship tools as well. Whenever you sign up to use worship tools, a lot of times when you use free software, you're literally just paying for open source software. There's no training. There's no support. There's no tips and tricks and and even teaching and trains on how to use the software. But Adam and his whole team, they, they don't leave you hanging. Literally. You sign up for this stuff, and just like that, you get emails every single week on how to use the tools better. He has actually training that you can do to actually learn how to use this better. It's not all free, but sometimes they do little free things here and there, like free webinars. They most recently did a paid train to get the most out of their tools. But seriously, here's the deal, guys. This is the best kept secret in all of church media. So if you want to plan and schedule your volunteers and volunteer management, have an amazing, um, let's just be honest, pro presenter level presentation software, and then have a way for you to have all your music and change service on the fly from your iPad with music stand, and you want to do it for free, check out smallchurch.media forward slash worship tools today. So today we are talking about the printed church bulletin. Now, I would say that the church bulletin is probably the most widely used and let's be honest, the most long lasting tool for media that churches have used for, I don't know. I mean, ever since I was a little kid, I have always seen printed church bulletin and the printed church bulletin was pretty much the primary way that churches used to communicate to their congregation members. Like this was before email and before apps and for websites. When you walked into church, you were handed a church bulletin and inside that church bulletin, based on your church had the general information, you know, like they had the church announcements, they had new ministries that were starting, they had a calendar of events. Our church growing up always put people's birthdays <laughs> inside of the church bulletin if you if you were a member or not. It would put like the order of service for worship. It would talk about nursery. It would talk about the giving. It would talk about what to expect. Pretty much all of the church communication and information that someone needed to know about the church was put inside of that printed church bulletin. 
But as technology has improved and the cost of doing things online has gone down, many churches all across the nation have stopped doing their printed church bulletins and gone to completely digital church bulletins instead. And some churches, and even churches that I work with, actually have a hybrid model where every single month they have a big, like we're talking like a 12-page newsletter that goes out once a month. And then from there, the week-to-week bulletin, though, that is all digital. And then inside of all these different Facebook groups that I'm a part of, there's always debates and conversations of what people should do with the printed church bulletin. Because here's the deal. A lot of times when we think about the printed church bulletin, this is something that we hand off to people when they first walk in. But so many times our bulletins today look like they're straight out of the 90s, full of clip arts and borders and banners and bright colors and kind of like those really cool, like, hey, let's see all these different text effects that we could do inside of Microsoft Word. And secretaries still do it to this day. And so people are always trying to figure out, okay, can we actually have a better design printed bulletin? And then all the digital people jump in and be like, you know, they basically say, oh, forget it. Leave it in the past. Move into the first 21st century. And let's talk about digital bulletins. So today, here's what we're going to do. All right. We're going to ask the question of, is the printed church bulletin dead? All right. We're going to talk about the pros of if we should keep a church bulletin or not, or what the pros of a printed bulletin do the cons and why a lot of people argue against them. And then if you're kind of on that fence, like we want to drop a printed bulletin, here's some alternatives that you can do. And then I'm going to give you my open and honest thoughts about the topic. Sound good? All right. So let's jump in first to talk about the pros of having a physical church bulletin. The first pro is it gives visitors something to look at and feel less awkward while they're sitting there. When someone first walks into the church and they're handed a sheet of paper, you're instantly giving them a little bit of security so that way they can like look down and not have to look around and watch people and awkwardly make eye contact. And it gives them something to read while they're literally just sitting and waiting for the worship service to happen. Now, granted, we want our church members to go up to new people, but sometimes Let's just be honest, our church members don't do that, but it gives our visitors something to look at and feel less awkward before service. And for those church families, like we have some church families at our church that would walk in like 15, 20 minutes early to the service and they would just sit. They wouldn't get up and talk to anybody. They would just sit. Those families also like to have a bulletin so they could look at and read it. And let's just be honest, feel a little better about themselves and less awkward. Another pro of having a handout bulletin is it gives both visitors and your church members an idea of what's going on in the church and what they are in store for for that service, specifically visitors. You can use your church bulletin to literally ease... um What's the word I'm looking for? Again, ease a little tension maybe of when they're sitting there to go, okay, what exactly is going to happen now that I'm here in the building? Yes, on the website, you should have a, if you're new, start here page or a plan your visit page on your website where you literally break down everything of how the service is actually going to work. But something that's really cool that you can do inside of your bulletin, which is something our church started to do, was, you know, at each part of the service, there's different parts where you stand up and you sit down, right? Now, granted, that's like a Protestant to Catholic joke or a low church to high church joke of, you know, with these churches, you never know when to stand, sit, repeat, do all these different things. So a lot of times, high churches who have some sort of a liturgy to their service will give you a big old printout and tell you when to stand, when to sit, and when to actually repeat. And we started doing that with our bulletin, where during worship songs, we actually italicize those 
And then during other parts of the service, we would have it not italicized. And then for the giving section or the giving portion of the service, there still was a song that took place in service, but we did not want people to stand for that. So that's how we got around this and help give visitors an idea of what's actually expected of them now that they are sitting in the service, where do they have to stand up? Do they have to sit down? And what exactly are they supposed to do in that? And you can help give visitors a better idea of what they're supposed to do and what's going to happen in service with a physical printed bulletin. Because again, they're there, they're feeling awkward. It's a new place. You're giving them them something to read. And now you are preparing and equipping them to join in with the corporate worship of your church. Another pro of keeping the handout bulletin is it's an easy way to share important congregational information like event details and even giving reports. The chances of your church members going online every single week to view what's going on in your church and giving statements and what events are going on are, to be honest, slim to none because every single person inside of your church, they have ball schedules to keep up with and school and work and social events and weekend plans and traveling and vacations, all these different things. And the last thing you need to do is put another thing on their shoulders of when you leave here, go and do this. This way, you can literally hand them a sheet of paper where you have like your top three, four, five announcements right there. What events are coming down the pike? Here's how giving's going so that way even your church members can see if, oh, our budget is not doing okay. Maybe we need to step up and help a little bit. So that way when they leave church, they can take that sheet of paper, maybe put it in their Bible, maybe put it somewhere else, and they can actually know and be informed about what is going on. And also, this can let visitors know what is going on with your church in terms of what different events you have coming down the pike, what different groups you have going on at the church. It's just an easy way to make sure every single person in your church can know what is going on with the church. And the last pro that I have for this episode is it's having a physical printed church bulletin. Basically, it's an easy thing for people to know how to take their next steps in all facets of church life. Something that we did in our bulletin was, if you were a regular attender, here's where your next steps are. Or if you are a church visitor, here's where your next steps are. And having that physically printed church bulletin in people's hands actually tells them what their next steps are of maybe it's you know following Jesus. Maybe it's being baptized. Maybe it's joining the church. Maybe it's setting up online giving. Maybe it's serving somewhere and finding a place to volunteer. But either way, it's an easy easy way for people to know just what the next steps of church are. Let's get to the cons, though, of the handout bulletin, because there's I have four cons to go alongside the four pros that we just talked about. All right, so one of the cons for having a physically printed church bulletin is asking this simple question, okay? <laughs> Do people actually read the church bulletin? If you've been in church life for any length of time, you will quickly get the response of, well, I didn't know that was going on, or I didn't know that event was happening in the church, or I didn't know you wanted us to do that. And you're like, dude, it's been in the bulletin for literally two months now, which is code for people don't read the bulletin. They just take the bulletin, slap in their Bible, and never worry about it. And to be honest with you, this actually is a big con of people don't actually read the bulletin because they are 
lazy. And then when people don't actually read the bulletin, which is the second con, is they generally end up in the trash as people leave. So when people take their bulletin, it quickly just becomes a way for them to throw it away in the trash, which then turns into the third con is now it costs your church a lot of money. Okay. It costs your church a lot of money for people to be misinformed, to create more trash inside of your church for people just to throw away. And if you're trying to find a very quick and easy way to save money in your budget, just simply cut the church bolts and you can save hundreds of dollars in paper and printer costs and ink and all the different things. And let's be honest, even just the time of cutting or folding or whatever you do for those bulletins. And so at the end of the day, if people don't read them, they end up in the trash. Why would your church even just waste the money? Why don't you just save the money? And the last con that I have is now you have to actually staff people to hand out the bulletins. You know, for our church, we would hand out bulletins at the door when people walked in, whether it was during Sunday school or if it was during actual church. But the thing is, is people would leave them in their Sunday school rooms. They'd be all over the church. It would look cluttery and trash. Or as people walk into the church, then we had to flip and go, okay, how are we going to make sure people are staffed at the door to hand out these bulletins? Now, granted, this last con really is more of just a... It's not that big of a deal <laughs> to have volunteers to hand out the bulletin. Because if, if you have people open the doors, you just hand it to them. But the biggest cons of what people have been arguing about is if people don't actually read the bulletin, they just end up all over the building or in the trash or in pews or under pews or wherever. And it just costs a lot of money. Why do we even keep it in the first place? You know, we're trying to be a paperless society. We're trying to quote unquote, save the planet. We're trying to at least be good stewards of the planet. So why would we just waste all this time, money and effort on printing something that does not actually matter. And this is the tension that people wrestle with all the time of, yes, there's a lot of benefits with having a physical printed handout bulletin, but there's also a lot of cons that go alongside it as well. And it leaves people asking the question of, is it even worth it? So if you are on that side of the fence, we're like, okay, Mark, I'm not sure if I want to keep the physical printed bulletin. Are there alternatives for me to even look at to see if this is an avenue of where we want to go? Because the point of this podcast is not for me to convince you one way or the other, but it's to give you resources and how to use media to literally grow the faith of your congregation. So I'm going to talk about a few ways to go completely digital with your physical bulletin. If you want to just completely kill your physical printed bulletin, and these ideas actually work, all right? Now, it still takes time to do it, but it also takes time to do a physical printed bulletin as well. So if you take the time for the physical printed bulletin and shift it into one of these digital formats, you may find out that this actually works for your church, all right? So here's three alternatives that you can use instead of using handout bulletins. The first one is have one page on your website and put all of your bulletin information there. Now, here's why this actually is really cool and could work very well for your church. Uh, we talked in the past about important web pages that maybe are missing on your church's website. And one of those is a web page that is designed for the Sunday morning worship service. Inside of that, like what our church did, we had our church website forward slash Sunday, where right there on that page, you could qu click a button to download the print bulletin. You could click a button to be taken to Facebook Live or to YouTube Live. We also had the list of all of our announcements right there, and also another button for you to view the church calendar. Well, if you want to get rid of buttons 
buttons and start actually putting all of the content there, you could quickly make a page and put all of your information on this one page. And here's kind of a little designer tip with this, all right? Rather than having one big web page with all of the content information right there, use what is called an accordion on your website. An accordion is basically, it puts all the things like the old accordion folder, you know, and when you click oh, click one of the, the headlines, it shows all the information right there on the screen. You can use one accordion per section of what you want to have regarding your church worship service. So you could have one accordion where it's literally just the church announcements and they click on that and they can open it and they can read all of it. Another one is for church member resources, where you can have like a giving tab and church calendar, this, that, and the other. You can even have a tab there for the connect card where they click on that and it opens up into the connect card. But you can do this and literally take, once it's all set up, you could spend maybe 10, 15 minutes every single week just to update the announcements of what is going on in your church. And you can even take it next level where you could have announcements based on areas of life. You can have it set up where here's announcements for the teen and student ministries, or here's announcements for volunteer opportunities. You can break up these accordions however you want, or lay out the webpage however you want. But if you want to kill the physical church bulletin, you need to create a way for people to gain all of the information. And rather than push people to a church app, which we'll talk about here in a second, why not just create a page on your website and call it forward slash Sunday and tell your church members, hey, every single Sunday, just go to this exact same webpage. You can view all the announcements, sign up for things, and do everything that you need to right there on the webpage. Now, the hard thing with doing this is rather than physically putting something in people's hands, you have to constantly tell people to go to that webpage. So the announcement slides that are there, maybe when people first walk into your church, maybe instead of having all the announcements going, just have one static image up on your screen that says to get all of today's service announcements and information or resources, go to this link and just leave it there. Or you need to create other unique ways for people to do it, where maybe during your announcement time, you're saying, hey, I want everyone to go to this webpage really quickly, and I'm going to show you one announcement that's coming down the pike. Either way, you can set up a very easy webpage on your website to have all of the bulletin information right there on that webpage. A second alternative that you can do, which is this is actually a really unique way of creating a service inside of a app that's completely free and that most people already use is create a service event inside of Uversion's Bible app. Now, pretty I would not say everyone, but if you just search Bible in your app store and download a Bible, chances are you're most likely using the Uversion Bible app as your digital app. And since so many people already have a phone, what Uversion did is created a way to have a service event inside of their app where you can create a church profile you can literally put all of your sermon notes inside of this app, your order of service, you got links for giving, links, all, you can even put your announcements inside of this, where literally this little app and this event inside of that app serves as, an, let's just say, an event guide, almost like a step-by-step -step process through the sermon, where they can even do fill-in-the-blank sermon notes and email it to themselves after the service. Uversion, which was created by Craig Rochelle and Life.Church, it's completely free for churches to use. It's also completely free for people to download and use as well. But these service events inside of the Uversion Bible app are a crazy, crazy intuitive platform for you to basically have a service guide for your entire service. 
The problem with this, though, is you can't let this be the only way you're getting your information to your church people, because let's be honest, not everyone wants to use an app, and some people actually want to bring in their physical, you know, red ink, black ink, flipping through the pages, physical Bible, and they don't want to use their app to get all of that information. But if this is an area that you want to explore and see if it works for your church, I'll include a link in the show notes where you can just click that link and be taken right over there to learn more about doing those service events for your church. Our church, just so you know, we tried this for about two months, and we found out that there were a few people that loved, 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 loved us actually using this platform inside of their app. But the other thing we learned is that it took a lot of time for us to set this up and to create the graphics for it. And the ROI on actually us doing it was basically nothing. Because out of 200 people in the church, only three people really loved it and pretty much no one else used it. So why would we waste you know, an extra 30, 45 minutes to our week? And sometimes, honestly, basically if it's a new sermon series, up to an hour and a half to create one of these new service events for very few people to use. But I do have to let you know, it's a really intuitive platform. It's really cool to use. And if for those who use the YouVersion Bible app, and maybe this is a way your church wants to start going, It is a really viable solution. Now, the third alternative to having a handout bulletin is if your church management software has an app, like Planning Center, for example, has a church portal app. A lot of other church management softwares also have an app for their church people. You could use your church management app to literally be the one-stop shop or what some people call it the hub for all things related to your church, where all the announcements are there, the volunteer signups are there, the giving statements are there, where you can actually click a button to give. You can learn about all the different ministries. But if your church is already using a church management software that includes an app for your church people, that is another alternative that you could use to get all the information out there to your church. Now, in all three of these alternatives, I've already talked about the first two, but here's the deal. When you use an alternative to one of these, uh, let's say, uh, let me back that up a little bit. I lost my train of thought. When you look at these alternatives to using a physical printed bulletin and going straight digital, there are cons that go alongside of those as well. And I talked about those a little bit because here's the deal, all right? So if your church has an app and you're constantly telling people to use the app, the likelihood of your people actually engaging and using that app, it's slim to none. So why would you spend a lot of money to get an app for your church that people may not use? If you use something like the YouVersion Bible app, again, you gotta convince people to use that app to engage with your church. If you want to start doing an alternative and seeing if this alternative works, which, by the way, if you have a website, you can track stats and see how many times a web page is hit and on what days those web pages are hit. You could, I think the best alternative is having a one-page website where you have all of your bulletins information there. Sorry, I had to take a drink right there. So what's my thoughts when it comes to, is the printed church bulletin dead? All right. In my opinion, I think every single church should and ought to use printed bulletins. Now, granted, I do think you need a web page on your website that, again, I always just call it forward slash Sunday, where you can have people quickly get information that they need such as a link to today's connect card, a link to watch Facebook, a link to watch YouTube or live stream, or to download the printed bullets. And just an easy way for when people are home and away from your church, they can still get all of the information that they need. But I really do think that the printed church bulletin should not die. In fact, I want to challenge churches to not let 
the printed church bulletin die, but instead figure out ways for it to be smaller, more concise, give the exact information that people need, and figure out a way to do it cheaper for your church, all right? So here's my opinion on that, all right? You don't need to have a super big or large bulletin, all right? Some churches will have these bifold or trifolds where they list all the thousands of events that are going on for every single ministry and every single announcement and every single birthday and every single prayer request and every single giving thing and this, that, and the other. If you hand someone a physical church bulletin, you should only have the top three announcements for the entire church. All right. Like if someone needs an event, an announcement for the student ministry specifically, they should get an announcement that is catered to directly them, directly from the student ministry, not just on the bulletin. Now, if it involves in a whole church thing, we want the whole church to know about it. Like, you know, the youth group is having a fundraiser to raise money for the upcoming mission trip, or hey, signups are now for the upcoming student mission strip. I think those should go with the church bulletin, but you should never have more than the top three. And if you want to stretch it four most important announcements, I also think that you should have a really quick calendar on your church bulletin and not give any explanation to what's going on, but just simply here's what's coming up over the next week or over the next two weeks. So that way people at least know what's going on. Because if student ministry gets canceled, maybe you do something with your senior saints. Let's say that it gets canceled for a specific week. This is the easiest way to let the whole church know what is happening with your church during that week including student ministry events, adult events, volunteer training opportunities, this, that, and the other, but have a basic calendar of what's happening during the week. These are not announcements with text below them. The announcements have, you know, an explanatory text, almost like an excerpt of what's going on with that. But the calendar is just a really quick breakdown of what is actually happening. Happening. The other one is you should have your order of service listed in the bulletin. So that way, if someone likes a song that you're doing or they just want to know what's going on, they can A, follow along and actually track what's happening. But B, if, again, let's say if they like a song that you guys actually sang in church, they can take that physical printed church bulletin and take it home and find that song for themselves. It's really helpful. Then the last thing you should always have inside your church bulletin, and this is specifically for visitors or people who are maybe regular attenders just starting to come to church, but they're not members yet. What the most important steps that they need to take are. So if they are a visitor, or if they are attending for a while, what the next steps are for your church. Because here's the deal, all right? Even though people are probably gonna throw away your bulletin, this at least makes sure that every single person who walked into your church knows what is happening with your church. All right. I really think that the pros for having a church bulletin outweigh the cons, and I really think they need to stay. So if you want to make them stay in your church, here's some really, really, really simple tips on how to make the physical printed bulletin cheaper for your church. The first one is you don't need to rent a really expensive printer, okay? You can literally go to Staples and buy the cheapest black, and here's the deal, laser jet printer, all right? Don't settle for inkjet because inkjets is where you place the ink cartridges in and they print it out as wet, whereas what a laser jet does is it's more powdered-based ink, so that way it prints faster and it prints dry. You don't need a full-color printer for your church to do cheap bulletins. You just need a very simple bulletin that prints on 8.5 by 11, or if you want to get a little bit different, you can do like an 8.5 by 14, which is you know legal size. 
But you just want to make sure you buy a black laser jet printer that can print on two sides, all right? So once you get your black laser jet printer, I, to be honest with you, I don't even know how much they cost. Somewhere between five and 800 bucks. They're not the most expensive things in the world. And the ink lasts longer and it dries quicker. That's just, you know, that's just a fact. And you want to make sure it prints on both sides because sometimes they don't. The next thing you need to do is when you lay out your bulletin, you want to make sure that it's laid out in such a way where you print on two different sides and then when you print it, you can cut the bulletin in half, which now all of a sudden you have a half size sheet of paper with all of the announcements and information on one side and whatever you want on the back side on the other. It can be sermon notes. It could be blanks. It could be whatever you want. But literally, all you need to do to save money on having printed bulletins is you don't need them to be full color. You also don't need them to be huge. You don't need them to be bifolds. Literally, you can just print a basic bulletin, put all the information on this bulletin that you need, cut these suckers in half, and every single person who walks in is handed a half sheet of paper with everything they need to know about what's going on for the week or what's coming up with your church. And the best thing is, is a half sheet of paper, people are, they're, they're used to that size of paper. It fits inside of Bibles. It fits inside of iPad cases. You can fold it up and stick it in your pocket. And yes, I can guarantee that people are still going to throw them away. They're going to leave them in church. They're going to do whatever. However, I don't think we can settle on and trust that people are going to go online to get all the information announcements that they need to for the church. I still think that the church printed bulletin is here to stay. I just think we need to do a better job at making them worth reading, that people actually want to read them, that it's less information and less clutter so people can remember what they read. And us as a church just need to figure out how to do it better and more efficient and more cost effective. And honestly, guys, <laughs> that's that's my final thoughts. So just like always, I just want to thank you guys for joining me here on the Small Church Media Podcast. I just want to remind you to get on that email newsletter subscription where you, that way on uh, next Monday, you can get that email where you can get early access to the free mini course on how to make sermon series graphics using Canva for completely free. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, leave me a rating and review, and I will read that review here on the podcast and send you a free coffee gift card in the mail. And if you've already left a review, make sure you hit me up at hello at smallchurch.media so that way I can get you that gift card in the mail. Or if you're on Spotify, just leave a rating over there. But if this podcast is an encouragement to you at all, it would mean the world to me if you send this podcast to another small church pastor friend. Because here's the deal, all right? I could try and I could try as hard as I possibly want until I'm blue in the face trying to get this podcast out to everybody. But it's a lot, lot more efficient. Let's just be honest and a lot more credible if you guys who enjoyed this podcast start helping me reach more churches and more small church pastors with this podcast so we can continue teaching small churches how to use media better, more efficiently, and how to just use it to grow the faith of their congregation and also reach new people for Jesus. Come back next Tuesday for the next episode of the Small Church Media Podcast. But until next time, take it easy, and I hope you guys have a great week. The Small Church Media Podcast is a part of Mark Hyde Creative.